0: Merry Christmas, Deerfooters, family, friends. I'm so thankful that I get to put so many of you in all three of those categories. All right, first things first, let's get some things just right out there. New haircut. That's right, new haircut. Uh, I'm liking this one way better. This is my 2021 haircut. I'm already looking forward to next year. That 2020, my COVID hair is gone. I couldn't really pull off long hair anyway. Um, It was kind of getting awkward between us there where it was getting a little too long. You're like, Chief Nick, what are you doing? Uh, so I went to this. Uh, this is my 2021 haircut way better? Right. Right. I think we can all agree. Um, and, and with that, you know, 2021 coming up, we are, are just charging ahead. Um, we have vans on order for next year. We have the mobile kitchen at Blue Ridge already to go for next year. That's on order. Um, we're getting all those things administratively lined up to go for next year. Most of you know, February 1st. Is registration so we're looking forward to uh, seeing you guys the returning campers signing up then and then new campers come uh, in the middle of there in February um, so please go to deerfoot.org and check out those registration dates um, at camp we are super busy down here at Blue Ridge Chiefs Aaron Corman and Chief Colin Porman are both um, two intrepid young men um, spending the their winter at Deerfoot helping us build they're doing tremendous work they're doing a lot of work in the Mountaineer section um, they're building section chief housing, so sec- so section chiefs don't have to live in tents. Um, they're building out uh, guide lean-tos so that the guides won't have to sublet lean-tos from the pioneer section. We can have a full pioneer section and have all those bunks available for campers. Um, so a lot of great work we're doing there. We're doing a lot of design work on the dining hall to get that. Hopefully, you know, soon we'll be able to put a shovel in the ground on that um, after next summer or you know whenever the uh the lord makes those funds available um so we are doing a lot of great things um, at blue ridge my biggest focus right now i know is chief craigs as well as uh, we are looking for staff so if you know a young man who loves jesus um, likes working with young boys and coaching and mentoring um, and is coachable and teachable and we can train him up on some of that deerfoot stuff please send him our way um, applications are open right now. You can go to the website and click the Apply Here section in the Get Involved, Be on Staff, and then Apply Now. We'll get you to that link. And if you are going to be on staff, you're going to be memorizing these verses that we go through each year that the staff memorizes during pre-camp. Today we're going to be looking at Isaiah 53, 6. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6 says, We all, like sheep, have gone astray. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquities of us all. Man, Isaiah 53 is such a just great chapter. If you're looking to start, you know, your new year and you want to get your quiet times off right, you want to really set it. you know, you're you're dedicated to setting some time apart for the Lord this year and you want to be more focused in that, Start with Isaiah 53. Take a whole week. Take the whole month of January and just look at Isaiah 53. This next year, anytime you have a breaking of the bread, you take communion or go to the the Eucharist or to the Lord's Supper, whatever you call it at your church, um, take some time that day. Look at Isaiah 53. Uh, Once a week, once a month. Um, Just pick up and look at Isaiah 53. If there's one chapter, just one section of the Bible you could memorize or you want to do some scripture memorization in 2021, man, Isaiah 53, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, You could spend the whole year chewing on that. And here we have Isaiah 53 6. Man, so much to get into there. I really love it. It's got this great, uh, what we call a, a we and a he, right? We, like sheep, have gone astray. And then he goes to his action, we, you know, we look at, um, you know, we, we have turned our own way. Um, We're not following the Lord's way. And we have gone astray, you know, in this thing that I know we don't like to call ourselves sheep. And I know there's that term sheeple, which I think probably is a great uh, application here. Um, and, and of course, Deerfooters, footers, we know this as well. You know, you know, Psalm 100, every Deerfooter footer has memorized Psalm 100. Right? We have that great song. I believe it's 59 in our songbook. I should know that. Um, you know, we are the people and the sheep of his pasture. Right? And all that. Jubi, jubi, jubi. Okay, I'll stop that. Um, so, so we already know uh, some of the context of this here. You know, we are the sheep and we have gone astray. Uh, and the only thing we, we... So we need to be made right with that. And then he steps in and he has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. Um, so big word there, right? In- iniquity, what does that really mean? Why don't we just say what the Bible says, right? It calls it Im- immoral. Um, uh, we could say that, but you know, some of these, as we look at and study the Bible, you know, I really want to challenge us to sometimes we can't ignore a word. And here we have one, and that is iniquity. You know, another great example of this is, is the big word you might hear sometimes in the Bible, propitiation. Um, We're not going to get into that here, but that's an important word, and we shouldn't just try to substitute an easier word for that. Um, We're going to talk another one here in a bit, vicarious, uh, leading ahead. Um, You can't just substitute these words. These words are important, and here we have iniquity, um, which is immoral, but I think a better definition is grossly unfair. right? Is grossly unfair of these iniquities that had to be laid on Jesus um, because he had to do this for us we did not do it and that's why this whole here section gets into this whole concept of again we're getting some big brain stuff here so i'm challenging you as we go forward vicarious atonement also substitutionary atonement right if you were like vicarious what does that even mean well i say substitutionary many of you probably know what that means because most of you probably had substitute teachers right so this is a great um kind of we can pull the thread on that most of you have had substitute teachers, right? Your teacher should be there teaching, but they couldn't be, so you had to bring in a substitute. Um, and same thing here. You should be paying for your sins, but you can't. The Lord's done it all. Jesus has done it all. But it's more than that even. It's not just, he's not just up there teaching the class for you who should be teaching it. He's taking the test for you. You know, he's not a substitute teacher that gets up there and, you know, it's Christmas time and puts on you know, Elfin has you guys watch a movie as they sit back. Uh, this isn't that kind of substitute teacher. This isn't even like a really engaged substitute teacher. This is a substitute teacher. This is vicarious. There's like an emotional interaction here where they're laying it all out for you. They're taking your test for you. That's my kind of substitute teacher. Uh, and that's the kind of vicarious atonement or substitutionary atonement that we're hitting at here. If you want to explore that some more, um, go to Hebrews, uh, where the author of Hebrews talks about that. Start in chapter 7 and read the chapter 10 of Hebrews, and you'll get a great or a better understanding of what this means, this vicarious atonement. So a little bit of a challenge there. Isaiah 53, 6, For we all, like sheep, have gone astray, and the Lord has laid on him, our Lord Jesus, the iniquities of us all. It's a great verse. Um, I hope you all get to chew on it some more this next year, and we look forward to seeing you again. Have a great day.